Good day and welcome, and welcome back, actually, to the Plus One Player Podcast. This is episode 89, and I'm one of your hosts, Steve, and as always, I'm joined by one of the crew this week. It's the Android Queen, Kate. How are you? I'm good. Kate? How are you? We had a week off. How Did you did you enjoy it? Did you relax? I didn't do a lot of relaxing, but I did enjoy it. Yes, we, we had to do some summer activities, refresh the batteries, yeah. and so this week, we actually got a special guest. We're returning back to form with a bang. If you read our tweet, which you totally should, we're here with our good friend Bear, also known as another Matt. We have a plethora of Matts. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for uh, for having me on. I also appreciate Martinez stepping out to let another Matt step in and really <laughs> mat it up, yeah, as the, they say. My dream really is to do a podcast with you and the Matts, and it's just Steve and the Matts, and oh we we God. just we talk about <laughs> things related to being someone named Matt, and I just observe. <laughs> I think I mean, it's a $5 million assuming, idea. I'm assuming by the end of this, I'll go by Matt, and then there will be Matt M and Matt O, kind yeah. of like secondary Matts oh. in case of an emergency. That's that's my goal here. You want to be primary Matt. Mm-hmm. That's It's a good goal to have, because right now there's a couple of Matts ahead of you. I don't, I don't mean to... I don't, I'm just trying to give you that little boost you need to strive for greatness, as they oh, say. I'll get there. Everyone Hashtag loves an underdog. That's true. They do. Except the team that loses to the underdog. They probably really hate those scrappy sons of bitches. It's really embarrassing. (laughs) But tell us how we know you, where we found you, and where all these fine listeners can find you out there on the interwebs. Uh, You found me via Manny. Um, We did. Rest in peace. That was rest in (laughs) peace. God rest his soul. Uh, Thoughts and prayers. So (laughs) Manny had posted on Reddit a looking for group sort of thing for Ghost Recon Wildlands. I replied to that. He apparently requested me as a friend on PlayStation Network at the time, like immediately after that, and I didn't notice that. I think I had notifications off because my brother was sending me 30 Fortnite invites a day. Uh, so I Sounds kind of like, like you sending me siege invites when I didn't own the game. Something runs more, in the family. Those are more emphatic and with purpose. Uh, yeah. Okay. But, <laughs> but anywho, so like I, I basically blew him off. I didn't realize he had sent me a friend request. And then someone comes on voice comms as I'm playing. It was like, hey, Magnum Bear, which is my PlayStation name at the time. And it's Manny. And so he actually he actually sent me a friend request and then found me in game. And since then, you know, it's just been a, a plus one plethora, if you will. It's true. It's a tale mm-hmm. as old as time. And now where can all the fine folks that are listening to this find you out there on Twitch? Because you're a pretty entertaining streamer, if I do say so myself. I, I am a, a 10-month going sub. I... I'm a fucking diamond bear, so there. Yeah, I'm feel impressed good. by the number of diamond bears. But yeah, Ten thank months. you. Um, my, my username on there is Bear Share. Uh, I play a lot of shooters, so Rainbow Six Siege, Tarkov. Lately, I haven't had a shooter that I've been hyped to play that much, so I'm embracing the variety a bit more these days. But Siege is probably my main, I guess, if I were to have one. Mm-hmm. But I branch out into pretty much all genres, which means I'm mediocre at everything. Ah, um, yes. Yesterday, hey. yeah, for saying. <laughs> <laughs> You fit in well here. The plights of having to review games and stuff. Um, but yesterday I, I played Super Mario Maker 2 for the first time. That was a blast. We played Prominence Poker a couple weeks ago. Get Rex, Steve. Oh. Uh, I've recently played I didn't Ultimate bust first, Chicken. so... That's true. Dig it. That's, that's my motto. Just don't bust first. Exactly. Um, like many things. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so yeah, Mordow, Jackbox Party Pack. So it's just like 
a list of basically if, if I find it interesting or fun, I'll play it at least once. So yeah, Twitch is where you can find me most of the time. I actually have a website. Thanks to plus one player community member, yes. uh, binary digit. So thanks Liz. That's bearshare.tv. So you can find my links to discord, Twitter, Instagram, Tinder, grinder, chatterbait, <laughs> On the, on the panels below the stream and like on that site. So I mostly just hang out in Discord and, and or the Plus One Player Discord and then of course Twitch. So check those out. The rest doesn't really matter. It's good to see that you're also a variety uh, dating app guy too. That's amazing. You well, yeah. Just a lot of variety and spice of life as they say. It's a numbers game. But yes, now, thanks for joining us. It's been a lot of fun getting to know you and Kate. Yes. What are you going to ask the bear? <laughs> I was going to ask him where can people buy his bathwater? Um, oh, you know, I I don't have that on the Streamlabs merch site. Yeah. Um, so that might be like a DM Venmo situation. Okay. okay. All right. It's well, a hot I product in 2019, so I needed yeah. to ask. Oh, my goodness. I still got to figure out the shipping rates. Oh, but, okay, uh, okay, okay. I got to tell I you, if you started selling bathwater and someone bought it, I, would, I wouldn't be surprised, but I'd kind of be a little surprised. But, you know, it's... The internet's a weird, weird place. I wouldn't be surprised if one person bought it as like a joke. Ironically, I would be su- yeah, yeah yes. maybe. If any more than one person were to, I'd be very scared. <laughs> yeah, if all of a sudden you had like two people buy it and they were in very different locations, you're like, all right, why is this spreading? Yeah. But thanks again for joining us. It's going to be a fun episode for sure. And as we mentioned earlier, Manny, F for Manny. Why he isn't here, it's because he's actually just stuck in a coil on a playground. Don't ask questions how he got there. Just move past it. Just move past it. But while he's out there in the coil, we do have to keep the house clean. Going to try to fly through it because we had a nice little intro there with our good guest friend, Bear. And so, as always, follow us on social media at Plus One Player on Twitter and Instagram. Find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Plus One Player. Go to the website, which, of course, is Plus One Player.com. And there you can find links to Twitch, Twitch.tv slash Plus One Player. I know Kate is going to be streaming some more Shadowbringers. Mm-hmm. So you got to go check that out all you final fantasy 14 fans out there yeah because she's I'm, bringing I'm the shadows like a month behind the content now guys yes. i'm usually what like six months does, behind the content you can go watch what kate does in the shadows <laughs> yes she brings them on twitch.tv slash plus one player and also on the website find the link to our discord come on and join the community that's where you can hang out with good friends like bear here and of course like you mentioned liz who's doing all types of good things for his site and she's a great community member so come on and join the fun, unless, of course, you're racist, in which case you can go get stuck in a coil the rest of your fucking life. Peace out. We're going to move past it. You got to move past it. After all that, if you enjoy the content, if you join hanging out in Discord, head on over to patreon.com slash plus one player. And if you're feeling generous, throw us a buck or two, because every dollar you give us goes right back to the show to make it the best podcast in the entire world. We have an amazing group of supporters, and it's the last episode of the month, so they're getting shout-outs today, Woo. which is going to be fun because Bear's a patreon supporter of ours so he's gonna get shout out mm-hmm. while he's on the podcast that's a first that's a first so good things to come so stay tuned for that and join that amazing group we'd love to have you and of course can't finish up housekeeping without mentioning the biggest patreon supporter that's the sponsor of the show nerdiest brands but i'll tell you about that before the topic of the show so episode 89 the house is clean we're ready to go we had a week off we get the juices flowing and I can just, I can hear Matt Martinez somewhere in the background making a weird noise into his microphone. If, oh, no. If, you know, when he's just listening to this. <laughs> so we have a lot of fun planned. We're, re, we're doing another round of Steam or Steve. I got some good ones here. So I hope okay. you guys are getting stumped. I hope there's some laughs. I enjoyed some of these creations, if I do say so myself. I am a little biased, though. And then <laughs> after that, we're going to get into the topic of the podcast where we're talking about retro remakes. And I will say... We might be a little loose 
on what we define as retro. But guess what? It's our podcast. We make the fucking rules. So we're going to talk about all the old games that we would love to see a remake of now. And we're going to talk about, you know, how we'd like to see it remade. Maybe what's maybe a change of style, maybe a a little added narrative. Who knows? But we're going to get into all the details, why we want to see them remade. And maybe we'll talk about if there's ever a possibility of seeing that happen. And then we'll close out the show. I know we have a couple of patch notes things, so we'll close it out with patch notes like we usually do. And we'll check to see if we got any voicemails from our amazing listeners. So with that, it's time to get right in to Steamer Steve. So are you guys ready? Ready. Ready as I'll ever be. All right. This is perfect. So let's just get right into it with the first one. Kids Safety with George Bleasure. George Bleasure is an ordinary cop who turns into a safety teacher in a kid's safety with George Bleasure school. George Bleasure will help you learn how to always be safe no matter the situation in this interactive movie. So is that Steam or Steve? Are we allowed to ask questions? I can't really. I I'm think not like rhetorical. Tell you much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how do you spell Bleasure? That's uh, all B-L- I want to know. B-L-E-S-S-U-R-E. So yeah, you can ask stuff like that. Like okay. if there's punctuation in the title and stuff like that, I'll tell you that. George Bleasure. Do we just say? Yeah, you say what, there... you, what you think I mean, it is. you can say your Steam. rationale too I'm if you... I'm steaming yeah. it. I think... Just based on the name alone. Yeah, that's that's my analysis as well. I'm also going to go with Steam just because of the name. I don't think that's a name Steve would cook up. Yeah. You don't think I would cook up George Blesher? Oh. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, I'm just not feeling yeah. it. Yeah, I guess you don't know my fucking uncle. It is a Steam game, but you guys are, you saw through my ruse. So yeah, <laughs> that one, it looked, it's like puppets. It's an interactive movie. Oh, okay. I'm a little curious. I won't lie. I think I'm going to check safety. it out. But you can learn about safety. Yeah, it'll be a good one. All right, so the next one. (laughs) Bad Business. An extremely challenging top-down tactical shooter game where Mr. Bunny Rabbit, a hitman for the mob, has been tasked to neutralize the rival gang. A hard task for any organization, an impossible task for a hitman. Bad Business. Bad Business. Well, if it's impossible, then why are we even bothering? I don't know, because Mr. Bunny Rabbit's a fucking G. Uh, I'm going to go with... I'm going with Steve. Yeah, I'm also going with Steve because you chuckled a little bit before you started talking. <laughs> Ooh, you guys are both wrong. It's a Steam oh. game. So you're still tied one-to-one. Wow. We'll see if anybody actually wins this one. <laughs> All right. The next one. It could only be you. Climate change is real, and it has devastated the penguin population. Embark on a love story like no other as you control one of the few remaining penguins on Earth and search for your mate. It's a race against the clock which could end in a life full of happiness or loneliness. Hmm. It could only be you. Penguin love hunt. That sounds cute. Wow. <laughs> that sounds adorable. So that's, that's really well, well written. And Steve, I've seen you write. Uh-oh. But. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Have you I'm seen kidding. my fan fiction <laughs> of penguins? I think we're seeing it right now. <laughs> However, given that, are there only three? Uh, no, I have eight with a potential okay. ninth. Hmm. Um, I'm going to go with Steam just because I kind yeah. of want that to be real. It sounds adorable. I want my dig to be accurate. Yeah. <laughs> so Steam. You're both wrong again. It's a Steve game. (laughs) It's a Steve game for sure. Someone make it. It sounds cute. Yeah. You know what? I mean, I think think we have the creative director right here. I have a lot of good one sentence descriptions of games and all these Steam or Steve documents I have on my Google Drive. So maybe someday I'll just send them off to somebody like, you want to make one of these? I mean, the elevator pitch is half the battle. That is true. It really is. (laughs) 
All right, next one. Counting chickens. You work on a farm and count the eggs the chickens plop out on a daily basis. Counting chickens. Plop out. <laughs> I like, yeah, the, the they, word plop. Yeah. They, really descriptive. Are they pooping them out? <laughs> That's it. That's it. You count uh, the eggs. That's I'm gonna it. Go, I'm going to go steam again for the reason, I guess, opposite of what I thought last time. That seems too short to be a Steve. Yeah, okay. I, I'm going to go with steam as well. You're both wrong again. Jesus oh my Christ. goodness. This I is a am lot of terrible at baby. this game. So you're still tied one to one. That is a Steve game. So you guys don't gotta, make, you guys don't gotta make hop on this. <laughs> counting chickens. Make the well. penguins. Don't make counting chickens. That doesn't All right, sound right. So the next one. So it's still tied one to one. We got mm-hmm. one, two, three, four, five left. Super pig. Put your best mouse shot in Gruick's butt and make it fly as far away as possible. <laughs> Super pig. <laughs> Uh, steam. Steam because that like description doesn't even make Stop sense. Picking the same one as me. I'm sorry, but <laughs> steam. She's just trying to get points at this point, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So you're both going steam. Yes. Mm-hmm. You are correct. That is oh, a steam game. So it's still tied two to two. Yeah. We got four left. So let's see what we can get here. Handy. The time has come to take matters into your own hand. Become handy hand. and learn that even the simplest of tasks might be really hard when you are just a hand. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> now I want this to be real. Steve. That's a Steve. <sighs> Alright, let's let's get some let's get some intrigue here. I'm going Steam. One of you has got the correct answer wow. and has taken the lead three to two. And that person is Bear. Yes. It is a Steam game. That is a Steam okay. I know. Well, because remember, I had the one that was like the physics based where you all take control of an animal yeah. and like you have to like oh, move yes. one yep. limb. So, yeah, it looks a lot just like, you know, I am bread or like surgeon simulator or like, you know, Uh-oh. hand simulator. Mm-hmm. But this one's just like a hand like flopping around. It's actually really funny looking. All right. <laughs> so three to two. Next one. Cleaner. Stickman's civilization is at risk. Mutated excrements burst out of the sewers and flooded the cities. Kill the vile monsters and clean the world from the walking filth. Cleaner. Clean, cleaner. The walking cleaner. filth. Stick, the walking filth. Stickman's city. The- Stickman's civilization. Stick, is that like a name or is Stickman's that a race? Apostrophe S. <laughs> It's a it's a race of people. interesting. Yes, uh, Steve. I'll go. I'm going Steam again. I'm going with Steve. Bear has taken a two point lead. There are two left. Okay. So you have a chance to at least tie it. If you tie it, though, there's I mean there's no tiebreaker. That's okay. as many as I've got. So oh, no. Hope it's it doesn't fine. end in a tie. That'd be lame. So next one. <laughs> Ask your mother. Your friends are all down at the park enjoying one of the last fleeting days of summer. You're desperate for a ride as your bike has the dreaded flat tire. After much contemplation, you finally muster the courage to ask your dad for a ride, to which he responds, ask your mother. Now the fun begins as you embark on a rigorous search overcoming obstacles along the way as you attempt to locate your mom for the necessary ride to the park. Ask your mother. Steve, final answer. That's a Steve. That's a spiritual successor to (laughs) whose shoes are these. (laughs) That's definitely a Steve. It's in the the same universe as, do you have service? Whose shoes are these? Yeah, yeah, for (laughs) sure. Ask your mother. It's going to be a cinematic universe. (laughs) (laughs) The generic middle class life universe. Family. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so the last one. So you got the win, Bear. 
you, you got Easy. the two stroke lead. This one is really just for fun. I, I mean, if you got if either one of you gets this, I'll be absolutely stunned. So brace wow. yourselves. Yeah. Really? It's fifty it, yeah, percent chance. Yeah. It's fifty percent chance, yeah, but still. Okay, let's just pick different ones. Okay. <laughs> so are you, are you ready? Yeah. Yep. Whose shoes are these? The sandals expansion. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening again, and this time it's personal. The confused father returns as a new style of footwear has arrived with the heat of summer. Rummage through double the pairs of sandals from the original as you attempt to match each stunning set with their rightful owner. Keep an eye on your daylight as your sinister house guest thrives under the cloak of night. Oh. So is that Steam or that- Steve? You know what? I'm going to throw a curveball here and I'm going to say it's Steam. And that's that's where Manny has been all this time. He's stolen your idea. <gasps> he got stuck in the coil. He's in a bit of a jam right now. Yeah. But he's 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 already working on uh, whose shoes are these. Well, I'm, oh, I'm going to go with Steve. I love the summer-themed expansion. <laughs> the sandals expansion. Yeah, yeah we it. just got to make this. It's going to be a great game. So congratulations to Bear. No, first time on the tied. show. No, no oh, he, had, he had he two. He got the last. Then, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, sorry. You're yeah, right, you're right. Nice try. But he's got the win, which is impressive. You know, a guest coming yeah. on and just taking one for the will other say, team. Most of your like little mini games, I've been crushing them as I've been listening. So I was really scared oh. after I missed a few in the row. I was like, "Oh my god, am I gonna get stage fright here and and ruin ruin my track record?" Clutch, but, clutch. Yeah, yeah, I guess you came through in the clutch. You really you came out firing at the end. You went on a, a pretty big tear. I always do. All right, so now it's time to move into the topic of the podcast. But before we do, got to mention that the show is brought to you by our sponsor, Nerdiest Brands. So all you folks out there who are listening to this amazing podcast where we play awesome games like Steam or Steve, Would You Rather, and we have great guests like Donna D and tonight's guest, Bear, you got to go check out Nerdiest Brands. They have incredible gear. It's the nerdiest stuff you could hope for. It's going to match all your nerdy fandom desires. If you got Overwatch, DC, Marvel, Yu-Gi-Oh! So if you want all these awesome nerdy gear... Go check out Nerdiest Brands at nerdiestbrands.com. That's Nerdiest, N-E-R-D-I-O-U-S, brands.com. They have incredible designs, locally designed as well. So go check them out for all your nerdy fandom desires. You won't be disappointed. And with that, it's time to move into the topic of the podcast. Like I mentioned, it's all about retro remakes. So we're just going to go around. We all brought a few to the table that we're going to discuss and just why we want these particular ones made how we want to see them made maybe there's going to be a change because a lot of new technology a lot of new things we could do with some of these games and a lot of new stories to be told if i do say so myself so let's just go around and since you're the guest bear let's just kick it off with you what's your first retro game and i guess we should preface what are we kind of looking at in terms of retro because i was thinking maybe a little loose maybe Mm. like up to ps1 ps2 all right (laughs) But yeah, this is more a little more retro than that. So everyone knows this one, GoldenEye 007. Oh, yeah. So first person shooter on N64 if you've been living under a rock for the past I don't know how many years it's been at this point, 20. 80 um, years. 80 years. We have plenty of shooters these days, so it's nothing new there, but the charm and the uniqueness of the 007 series is kind of lost in current day shooters and as that series as a whole in my opinion was in its prime with goldeneye so oh yeah oh yeah obviously there's nostalgia at play here which i guess is true of basically all of these picks yeah but (laughs) despite the fact that it you know it was really the first dominant local multiplayer Mm -hmm. shooter and invented or at least brought to light a number of mechanics we take 
for granted in today's shooter, mm-hmm. and the game still kicks ass. I recently, um, well, I guess not so recent at this point, played uh, it using a DualShock 4 on stream, I think it was late last year, and the game holds up pretty well. I had a blast ripping through the campaign mode, so remaking the game to have modern controls, maybe a bit grittier, uh, would be an interesting take, uh, but I mean, 007's kind of tongue-in-cheek the whole way through anyway, so yeah, it's... that's more just pandering to myself. Um <laughs> But like making the aiming and recoil more in line with what we expect in a modern shooter, maybe add some depths to the weapons and attachments, but keep all those gadgets, you know, watch laser, all that stuff, the variety of weapons, the ability to chop people. Slappers. And and by the way, yeah, maybe increase the speed of those chops. Those things are like going in slow motion, but basically polish it. These guys are like wielding like RPGs and you mean to tell me they don't have the arm strength to slap at a quicker pace? Come on. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, but basically polish it a bit and it's good to go. And and co- couch co-op is all but dead in modern gaming, sadly. But getting friends in a four or maybe larger free-for-all online would work really well with a game like that. So I'd love to be able to do that right now, in fact, even if I had oh, to yeah. use an N64 controller. So um, so just some more, more realistic shooting mechanics, a.k.a. being able to aim and move at the same time. Yeah, um, it seems anything. like that's pretty ideal in a first-person shooter. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Just from what I've seen. Being able to control your legs and your arms (laughs) at the same time. So anything better than the N64 shooting mechanics would allow the dev to make AI more sophisticated. And that's one gripe that I had with the game going back and playing it on stream. Especially like once I messed with the axes mappings and playing on two sticks as opposed to one, it was really easy in most situations. When you can actually control your weapon and your character's movement the way you want to. So. Make the AI better, maybe toss a couple different PvP modes in there to keep PvP junkies like myself happy, and the game would sell, like, uh, a nerdiest brand's hoodie, if I may. Oh, hey Yeah, so that's that's Goldeneye. That sounds fantastic. Like, that would be a remake that would actually get me to play it, because I gotta tell you, I hate the N64 controller. I mm-hmm. absolutely hate it. And Because like, I, I had PlayStation at that point anyway, so right. I'd only play N64 sparingly, and th- but that was one of the games, because, like, everybody had it who had an N64 and then it was just like, well, what are we going to do? We're going to sit around and shoot each other and slap each other virtually, mm-hmm. of course, for hours on end. So it was a good time. And I, I think one of my roommates actually has it. But again, like going back to the N64 controller, like I, I hate enough going back to a PS3 controller. So, I mean, that is just it's just the worst fucking controller. <laughs> yeah, I tried when I was setting it up. I do have like this adapter where I can just use the N64 itself. I did like a level of it. I was like, screw this. I'm going to find a way to use a DualShock 4 because I'm not just going to walk up to door, aim at man, shoot man, walk forward. Yeah, it's no, just, that's it's brutal. It's a nightmare. Oh, that's a good one, though. Kate, well, thank you. what do you have for All your right. first one? My first one is a two for one because Ooh. these are games in the same genre that I would want remade in the same way. And they're from the same era originally. So like they, are, they are the granddaddy of jrpgs chrono trigger and final fantasy 6 probably the two best jrpgs on snes so those like i want remade with the the modern ps4 ps5 graphics kind of like they're doing with the final fantasy 7 remake do not touch the story for the love of christ do not mess (laughs) with the story the story and the characters in those games are like sacred do not mess with it but update the graphics voice acting um, don't mess with the music either, other than maybe non-midify it, like make it, you know, a modern band or whatever, but don't change the music. The combat, I could go either way. The combat 
the turn-based combat is very classic and i think a lot of people love that and you know i know people are upset that they're changing the combat for ff7 but i don't know it, it does feel a little dated at this point so if hey they, well this is your remake you i can know do i know but i'm 50 i'm honestly 50 50 <laughs> on it because there is like a lot of nostalgia with the original combat yeah um but then you know i like i've fought kefka from ff6 in a different game in a different way and that was really cool so i i don't know matt i know you like ff6 so what would you what would you I, I would keep turn the reason i haven't played any of really the modern stuff is because i prefer the turn yeah. base to like the, the hybrid stuff and that's kind of why i'm not super interested in seven if it ever does come out okay um so yeah i would definitely go turn based especially if you're gonna remake an old game if it was like a a reimagining or like a reboot then it might be different but if yeah. it's just you know remake it with better tech and yeah. you know graphics all that I then mean, yeah I'd go turn based yeah those those games like the story and the characters are so sacred do not fucking touch it like I, I would be so <laughs> I'm like nervous that they're changing stuff for FF7 which is a game I really like but if they were like guys we're gonna like change Kefka's backstory entirely and he actually you know had this or that I'd be like no stop it He's an evil clown. Stop. I would almost be scared for them to change the music to be like an actual band. Well, they've done. I mean, although they've done it yeah, with you, concerts and stuff, and it's really yeah. Good. There's there's no Buo Uematsu or however yeah, you pronounce like, that exactly on Spotify. The same. And actually, some jams. Yeah, well, he, he's the composer, and he's <laughs> yeah. He does like the orchestra arrangements and stuff, and it's right, always yeah, this, really good. So yeah, that those, so as long as he's as long as he's on at the helm yeah. yeah the the mm -hmm. original people would still have to be sort of overseeing everything and making sure that it was you know just as we remember you gotta wait and rescue shadow from the floating continent you gotta wait till the last minute you know all that all that good stuff so those are my two yes steve those are my two yeah I'll, I'll wait i'll wait till the wait last for him I'll i haven't do it. i haven't played chrono trigger and I know that's a crime, but <gasps> oh, it's, if you like if you like classic JRPGs, it's so good. It has like a bazillion endings because it's all about time travel. So you can literally mm -hmm. beat the game in like every different era, and there's a different mm. ending. Yeah, and I mean, I know you like the like sprites and the turn-based combat, so you should definitely I check that out sometime. I think Chrono Trigger is on the SNES Classic. I think it is. I could be wrong. It probably I'm is. Pretty is it on sure the it is, Switch. That would be like a good. I don't no, no, the, the switch. switch the switch doesn't have any of the SNES games in its online library. They're just like, here's another shitty NES game. I know you wanted to play professional wrestling. <laughs> it's like, no. <laughs> well, maybe someday. Yeah. Well, maybe what they'll hear this and be like, we got to remake it. I, Kate brings I up some that. valid points. I assume this is on in the middle of a Nintendo boardroom right now. Uh, I, Definitely. They listen to it every week. I'm sure. They actually listen to this to prepare for directs. They're like, I love their presentation. It's really <laughs> impressive. So. My first one, this one, I guess, is kind of a combo, but it's really just combining two characters in the same exact type of game. So hear me out here. <laughs> I want to re-envision a Pac-Man and Mrs. Pac-Man game, but it's going to be a horror where all oh. those ghosts are, like, really trying to get them. It's like an Until Dawn type of deal where they're in their home and they're just getting fucked with by these ghosts and like different things will have different consequences. So like maybe Mr. Pac-Man loses an arm because he tries to rescue Miss Pac-Man for something. I think that would be hilarious because it would just be so dark and ridiculous. And people would be like, do we really need 
you know, uh, a modern take on Pac-Man, just in a complete mature and horror the style. The dark and gritty reboot with but the jump I think scares. I think it'd be a hit <laughs> because you get all these people who are like, I kind of want to see Pac-Man and Miss Pac-Man just trying to do these ridiculous tasks, like living in this crazy house, but their house is still kind of like that maze. So it still kind of has that same level design, but in the style of a house. So like when you're is going in and out. Oh yeah, it'll be 3D. But you're still like locked to kind of like hallways and stuff is what Yeah, you're exactly. So uh, like a more, almost kind of like Resident Evil camera angle where it's like right oh, over the okay. shoulder. Over the he has no shoulder. Curve. <laughs> yeah, he's got he's got no shoulder. You're right. Or we could just make him. It'll just be like people. You know, <laughs> we'll turn him into people. It's like this is just until dawn. I, I know. Yeah. No, they're just like yellow <laughs> okay. people. But I think it'd be like almost a comedy horror, but still with some of those dark twists where all of a sudden you see like a really gruesome scene where Pac-Man loses an arm. Oh my god. <laughs> and he's just like screaming in like that exaggerated cartoon style while blood squirts <laughs> out of his Mrs. Pac-Man's holding him. Yeah. <laughs> the she's, blue ghost. She's tying it off. She's like, all right. We... <laughs> the blue ghost was ha- like tortured for years and that's why he haunts this building. Like, yeah. All the ghosts like, have really horrifying backstories. Yeah, exactly. There would have to be like a lot of deep narrative stories on each of the ghosts, like why they're like why they're doing what they're doing, and we'll tie Inky, in like the what's little her name? Inky Blinky something Pinky and Clyde. Clyde. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So all of them will have their own like super weird kind of dark humor backstories, and we'll incorporate like those like the the glowing orbs that you'd eat that would turn the tables. I was going to ask So like about those that. would be like checkpoints and like kind of boss battles, which is a little bit different. That's that that's different than Until Dawn. There wasn't really like any boss. That's more like Resident scenes. Evil style. Yeah. Yeah, would so Would they ever figure out why part of the haunting is that fruit randomly appears in their hallways? That is scary. I think we scary. I think we'd have to touch just, upon it. That'd be a pretty glaring plot hole if we if we just left that for people Chilling to on guess, the couch you know? and, a, and a watermelon slice shows up or it could <laughs> or it could just be ambiguous and be like the fruit is what you want it to be it could be hope in this house <laughs> okay, of horrors <laughs> yeah, who knows? but i think you know like a really just dark humor horror with pac-man and miss pac-man is something that the world never knew it needed but if they <laughs> had it they'd fucking love it so i think i think it'd be great that's incredible. Yeah. Mine are like, here's a game I liked. Tweak some of Same. the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I got to tell you, I thought that was about amazing. that. It, that took me, I was like outside walking Hazel when I was trying to think about games that I wanted to talk about. And I was like, how cool would it be if Mr. and Ms. Pac-Man just actually were getting chased by ghosts and it was like really dark. <laughs> so, hey, if someone wants to make that, that'd be great. Hop on it. Let's do it. So, Bear, what's your next one? My next one. Um, I actually had Zombies Ate My Neighbors in my number two slot. Number two slot. Yes. Bad. We're adults here. We're just going to move right past it. But it's <laughs> it's funny because I was mowing my lawn prior to this recording. Uh, shout I out to the lawn. <laughs> oh, I was glistening in that heat. Um, I was listening to the second half of your most recent episode where you mentioned it, Steve. I forget in what capacity, but you're talking about... The Stranger Things companion game on the Switch. It kind of has some zombies at your neighbor's elements. Right, right. So, yeah. So, I look at me proving I listen to this podcast. Um, But as I was making my notes on Zombies Ate My Neighbors earlier, I realized I didn't want a remake. I basically just wanted a remaster. There's, like, not a ton that can be done to improve that game. Um, so vying for and ultimately conquering my perfectly manicured number two slot <laughs> is ESPN Extreme Games from, Ooh. I think it was PlayStation 1. Yeah. 
it was a racing game where you would pick a sport and then a map or vice versa. And believe it or not, you would then race. Um, wow. You had the option. Of, <laughs> you had the option of a skateboard, a luge, mountain bike, uh, and rollerblades. I think that was it for the options. Um, and you'd have AI opponents or a local multiplayer opponent mixed in as well. Uh, and you'd use your method of transport, whatever you chose, and you could fight your opponents along the way. So like punching and kicking people next to you, mm. basically. And there were checkpoints or gates you needed to hit, I believe, and jumps and obstacles. Uh, for some reason, I'm feeling a strong hatred for tumbleweeds coming on right now. So I assume <laughs> those are an obstacle. You collect cash, uh, try and get in first place, secret passages, all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, perhaps the most important part of the game was that it featured a vintage Susie Colber in a denim vest in all of the post-race cutscenes, who's like a sports I'm media Susie personality. <laughs> she's she's like one of my favorite sports media personalities, like she's very great. professional. But like, she has there's an a YouTube compilation. Voice. Yeah, she's she's amazing. There's a YouTube compilation of all the post-race cutscenes out there. Highly worth a, a watch. <laughs> we'll she's just out. like she's really trying super hard it's so 90s it hurts um but the game was pretty low res it tried to look realistic in a time where that was basically impossible yeah. i think it only had five maps it's not a ton of campaign there but the core game was actually pretty intense and enjoyable yeah i remember it being like something where despite it being very bare bones you could just play it for hours and and so i think it would benefit greatly from a remake obviously graphical upgrades but also, like more content, so more sports. Maybe get some snow, snow, some snow snorts, some snow snorts. <laughs> All right, some, some snow sports in there. Maybe some heelys for style points. More maps, a little bit more depth to the, like the fighting combat portion. So like maybe be able to dodge and counter without it getting it too in depth because it's a racing game, not a fighting game. But like a little bit more. Uh, control your characters they move around the course that would add some skill-based gameplay where it was yep. more just like kind of timing and then like a more robust campaign mode a la like a tony hawk pro skater where you can unlock gear improve your stats customize your character and then like a course builder so thinking about oh, mario yeah. maker 2 like oh, that would yeah. add a ton of replayability and then of course an online component it's 2019 let me rollerblade down the street kick kate in the ribs all the way from massachusetts that's all i want in this world <laughs> Sorry, Kate. <laughs> um, so there's a lot that can be improved on with current tech, and I'd, I'd love to see a modern version of that game because I can't think of anything like that that's out right now. No, I don't think there's anything like that's going to be – like could be as like realistic as that could be nowadays. Mm-hmm. Reminds me of the old game, remember Two Extreme, where it was just uh, yeah, rollerblading? Yeah, that was the second one, yeah. I think. Yeah. I, I don't know if that was ESPN. I don't, I don't know. Maybe. could have been. But they like, lost oh, yeah. their ESPN licensing, oh, and they yes. actually – they like reissued the first one without the Susie Colbert and the ESPN thing, and then oh, they okay. made Two Extreme. I think that was it was either that or the successor or whatever. But yeah, I, I played a lot game. of Two Extreme. Did yeah. a lot of did a lot of the rollerblading mostly because I was watching mm-hmm. Brink at the time. So you know, it, it went hand in hand. I remember watching Brink from a pillow fort in my bedroom. Oh my god, soul skating, man, <laughs> mm-hmm. soul skating. That's a good one. Yep. Kate, what's your next yeah. one? Yeah, so I, again, have a two for two for one. Oh, two for Kate two today. For, so this is like a little more changes than my first one. I would want to see Metal Gear and Metal Gear 2 remade. Metal Gear? Um, Metal Gear. You know, in the style yes. of MGS 4-5. Bring Kojima in, of course. Of course. 
and have you know maybe he can add a little bit more to the story whatever because like those were the yeah, original do some and he's, serious retconning and he's yeah he's <laughs> since come up with a lot of different ideas um yeah. but, but like those were games that like i could never i could never play because they were just so old um and the controls were so weird they're really but, fucking hard yes there's like in metal gear if you don't get the right amount of like health or uh, ammo capacity you can't fight the last boss and then you have to go all the way back through the levels and find where you missed that spot yeah. and then you have to go back and fight it it was it, like it doesn't tell you anything like that game was just like go fucking figure it out <laughs> yeah but like so Brutal. many iconic characters from metal gear solid like were introduced in those games and mm-hmm. the concepts and everything and it's like I spent many an hour on the wiki just, like, reading the plot of those games to kind of understand, like, oh, this is where this all originated. So I think it would be – I would love to see them remade in a way that was, like, way more accessible and playable. And Kojima can put his new crazy twist on whatever he wants because it's Kojima and I trust him. Oh, yeah. (laughs) No, not everyone thinks he's great, but – two of the three people on this podcast do so yeah <laughs> i don't know i don't know what bears what opinion you think is I got, you got think i got beef with kojima i don't i feel like you're neutral with kojima although he didn't really respond to our hot dog question so we did reach oh, out you... to him yeah. <laughs> it's a yeah. silence so, tbd i guess okay, oh okay. yeah we'll, we'll hold out judgment yeah. so yeah metal og metal gear and and the second one let's remove oh those. my god that would be yeah. so amazing i would lose I my haven't shit played I haven't played those games or Metal Gear Solid One. So I think that I would that was, that's another one that I would like to see remade. But that <laughs> Steve's one, Steve's face. Yeah, that it. one could just be like a just like shot for shot remake, just update the graphics. Yeah, and controls. I've been clamoring for someone just because you already have it. You have the Twin Snakes remaster that and yeah. put it on the Switch. What are we doing here? Like, what are we doing if that if that's yeah. not in the works? Like, what it's is even true. happening in 2000? It's the easiest thing. You just put it on the Switch. Whatever. I but mean, Metal are Gear, we waking up and going on with our days without doing this? Yeah. yeah. It's insane. It's the easiest thing in the world. It's just like, no. Because Konami apparently just hates. Well, that's probably. Catch. Yeah, that's what it is. They, I think they're just like. Worst. They just want to spite Kojima at this point. So Yeah, it's a real shame. Yeah. But no, yeah. Metal Gear and Metal Gear 2 would be amazing remakes just because of how Metal Gear 5 ended. Where, spoilers, even though the game is old now, with the twist ending where you weren't even playing as Big Boss yes. the whole time. It was like his little doppelganger and then his yeah. doppelganger is the one at the end of Metal Gear 1 yes, where exactly. Snake is coming to kill him. Like, yeah. there's so much cool story that could be weaved into those Yes. Oh my god, but it'll never happen because Konami stinks. Yeah. Oh, I hate him. I hate him so much. I actually didn't finish Metal Gear Solid Five, and that just blew my mind. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. It's it's mind blowing when I finally played that mission because you know how at the beginning of the game they're like make your character and you're like why the fuck am Mm -hmm. I doing this? I mean like I I I just was like oh it's probably for like online play, so Mm -hmm. I didn't think anything of it. And you're playing the whole game as Salt Snake, and then of course, excuse me, Big Boss, and then of course that moment where like he is the guy in the headband, like the the head wrapping yeah. is helping you, and it's like, why does he have the same voice as me? And you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. that's fucking why. Yeah. Oh my god, Trust what a twist. Kojima. What did I yeah. say? It was incredible. Why is this happening? Like he... Trust Kojima. 
Like he he amazingly retconned it so it made Metal Gear One's ending make sense because yes. it's like how would Big Boss have survived that? Exactly, like he blew it up. Wasn't him. It wasn't him. <laughs> wasn't him. The other guy. Yeah, it was the guy with all the plastic surgery. Yeah, so I am a thousand percent on board for that. I don't know who we gotta reach out to to make that happen, but if it did, good lord, what a game that would be. They need so, to stop making all the pachinko money. It'll never happen. Never happen. All right. So my next one is actually kind of building off yours, Bear, in the extreme sports genre. And you actually mentioned it. I would love a remaster of Tony Hawk Pro Skater One, but I want them to use Mm -hmm. the skate engine because skate is the best skateboarding game ever. And I want it to be completely the same. Same levels, same characters, same fucking soundtrack because the soundtrack was amazing. Like today on the way home. Superman from Gold by Goldfinger came on and I immediately wanted to do a kickflip and I was like I'm driving I can't do that so pick it up pick it up pick it up pick it up so Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 that was just so awesome because at the time I was like really into all the extreme sports like watching Tony Hawk on TV I you know I could ollie so I you know I had a skateboard <laughs> but Fucking no flex I know all, right in all seriousness like I played so much of Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1. I love just like going around getting the secret tapes, getting all the letters mm-hmm. for skate, doing all those fun things. I'd love to see like if they took all the elements from some of the other games like Tony Hawk Underground, which had an awesome online. The best combo mode was incredible because the Moscow level in Tony Hawk Underground, you could basically go through the whole level if you kept the combo going and you could just have like an 80 million point combo if you <laughs> landed it. It was absolutely incredible. You just keep going around the entire level. It was awesome. So incorporate all that shit in a modern version of just Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1, and it would be amazing because you get the nostalgia, you get the upgraded physics using the skate engine because (laughs) the best part about skate was the wipeouts. So then you get oodles of internet content based off that with an awesome soundtrack in the background. Again, a win-win. Activision, work your magic with EA to get the skate engine and make some more Tony Hawk Pro Skater Let's remake it. Just do it. Yeah, that was actually one of the ones I had on my list that I crossed out. (laughs) And my idea was like, well, I basically just want to make it skate. (laughs) So that's like, but yeah, like you said, with the same story, same level, same characters, that makes perfect sense. And I was the same way. You know, I could also Ollie. Kate, could you Ollie? Kate, could you Ollie? No. She's like, actually, I could do a 900. So. Can't ollie though. It's just it's got to be nine hundred yeah. or nothing. She's like, I got to get a good velocity going. It's nerf, nerf or nothing. But yeah, I, one of the reasons I like crossed it off was because I was th- didn't they just make well not just but like within the past few years make a Tony Hawk game and it like sucked. Uh yeah. Or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, it, I don't know how long it was. Ago like, it was. They, they had uh they had the one on PS3 that came with like the skateboard controller. Oh wow. Yeah. So I don't know if they've made what? one since then. I kind of lost they interest made a in it. Fa- yeah, but yeah, I didn't really pay attention to it, so I didn't know if it was like the idea I was gonna have or whatever. So. Yeah. But yeah, that's I would out of all the games listed so far, including my own, I would probably play that one the most. <laughs> oh, it'd be so much fun. Incredible. Back to you though. For your next one. Yeah. Well, I'm quickly going to knock your Tony Hawk remake off as the game I would play the most. Uh, because I'm going to cheat a little bit. Go sneak right up to PlayStation 2 and pick SOCOM US Navy SEALs. Yeah. Steve, I know you can appreciate this one. Oh, I appreciate it very much. Uh, and I appreciate your appreciation. 
Um, but the single player campaign was one of, if not my favorite of all time, and that's including things like Last of Us, Ocarina of Time, Knack 2. Kidding about that one. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're right. It wasn't really as good as the first Knack. <laughs> they can never really capture yeah. the initial, you know. Uh, but, you know, lot. I've played a lot of games. I'm a bit of a gamer. I don't mean to brag. But it's still probably my favorite. SOCOMs, their stories actually kind of suck. For those of you that don't know, a.k.a. most of you listening, because yeah, <laughs> uh, it's kind of a cult classic game. They're basically semi-related mission-based instances that do build off one another, but the dialogue stinks, the voice acting stinks, aside, <laughs> aside from some like seemingly very convincing foreign languages. But the f- story is, for lack of a better term, but. Yeah. Um, but Sokob, is, it isn't about the story at all. <laughs> it isn't about the story at all. Which, which, what makes the campaign great is, and I know this sounds crazy, the gameplay. I know. Um, <laughs> so SOCOM is the type of game, kind of like Metal Gear Solid Five, which you mentioned, where you go in a map and you have primary objectives that you need to complete to, to finish the mission. You have secondary objectives that are optional, uh, give you better scores on the mission and so on. And then you have three AI teammates that you can order around. And it was primarily stealth-based, you know, pick an enemy patrol off, hide their bodies, move deeper in the map, etc. But you could play it however you wanted. You could go loud, as they say, yeah. uh, which added some replayability and, dare I say, intrigue. Um, mm. But the game shipped with a microphone, and it allowed you yeah. to talk to the AI, and they would follow your spoken orders, something that, and I mentioned this on one of the wow. episodes of the Cast Cast, rest in peace, that's <laughs> something that blew my fucking mind yeah. at the time. Yeah. I hadn't even heard of the game before I got it. Got it for a birthday present, I think, when I was 13 or something like this that. This is very Shout similar to, to how I got it. <laughs> Shout out to my friend Jason. Maybe he got it for us both. I don't um, And was instantly hooked. So looking back, and I actually watched, a little ashamed to admit this, but I watched a playthrough of basically all of the missions yesterday. Uh, it suffered f- from some really weak AI, so kind of like the GoldenEye problem. Mm-hmm. And that's something mm-hmm. that modern gaming does reasonably well, so better movement logic, aiming, vision, flanking, general tactics, all of that stuff uh, of the enemy AI would make the missions a lot more thought-based, yep. more difficult, and that would be important with a modern understanding of how shooters work and how to control them. Because it was only on PlayStation, I don't think people really quite grasped the or PlayStation 2. I don't think people really quite were used to the like dual sticks thing. Yeah. We're still all reeling from Goldeneye. Um, <laughs> Wait, there are two of so, these? <laughs> <laughs> my God, the possibilities are endless. <laughs> so good AI goes a long way in a single player shooter for me. So that's that's really the main thing the remake would na- need to make like a, a viable campaign. Then of course you know like all of these better graphics, some better voice acting because it seemed like it might have just been like devs that were doing the voice acting. Um, some more detailed terrain, add some versatility to like being able to penetrate, oh, God, the phrasing and st- <laughs> stuff like that. And you have a bestseller in my opinion. Yeah. It's just, it's a shame because their attempts to like recapture the glory in the next Ugh. gens just fell so flat with SOCOM confrontation and SOCOM four. And then he's like, yep. no zipper also yeah, made so- that game. Do you remember mag massive action game? Uh- I did not play that, but I do remember that, yeah. I played, like, a demo of it, and because I at that point I was in the same boat, like, it was PS3, and I was, like, itching to try, because this was before SOCOM Confrontation came out, and so I was, like, itching to try to find, like, that SOCOM replacement in my life, and I tried Mag, and I was just like, this isn't it, this just isn't it. Yeah. 
And then Call of yeah, Duty they... Modern Warfare kind of took that, but like I was very disappointed mm-hmm. with Confrontation because it was online only, but like it right. just it still wasn't like the same. I didn't feel the same. It was like, a different rush. Confrontation was it felt different. They they Zipper completely fucked it up. It, it's a it shame. being SOCOM. Rest in peace. But SOCOM Zipper, 4. Though. Yeah. Rest in peace. They had they made SOCOM 4 and then Zipper died. There were some mods like you said Spiritual H Hour Worlds Elite. Uh, is a spiritual successor currently on Steam, started by some dude and the creative director, David Sears, from SOCOM 1 and 2. Okay. Uh, it looked really promising. I kickstarted it, but it was mismanaged and there was some like internal strife and Sears left the project. They still haven't released on PS4, even though almost all of the funding they got on Kickstarter was like a specific tier was like, hey, if you donate to this one, we'll release on PS4. <laughs> uh, so I checked this morning the all-time peak of players on Steam, 281. Oh, no. And the seven-day peak, the seven-day peak as of this morning was 28. So that's <laughs> fucking dead. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. So, yeah, God. anywho. So, yeah. Oh, it makes I me guess, so sad. Yeah, it's, it's such a bummer because I was in that same boat where I didn't expect to get that game. Like, I'm pretty sure my dad got mm-hmm. it for, excuse me, Santa Claus got it for me for Christmas. So, like, I didn't ask for it. Like, I Hold just, up. Your dad's Santa Claus? Yeah, it's wild, right? <laughs> that's cool. So I didn't ask for it. I opened it up and like, especially because it was a bigger box because it came with the headset. So I didn't, I mm-hmm. had no idea what that thing was. You could easily tell if it was a PS2 game sitting under your Christmas tree because right. like the wrapping. And so I, I opened it up, had no expectations. And my mind was blown the same way. Cause I was like, Oh my God, I can like talk to these guys and like make them do what I want to do. And like, Oh, that makes the mission so much easier. And it was, it was so ahead of its it was time. Incredible. And then I played so much. SOCOM three, like me and two of my friends, we you know did like the whole like clan battles and all that stuff. But there was like one summer, I think, because we were probably in like seventh or eighth grade when that came out, maybe eighth grade. And so there was like one summer we played from like whenever we get home from whatever we were doing from like eleven until like two in the morning. And so we yep. would just play that game. It was such a blast. So yeah, if they are able to do a remake that does it justice, that's yeah. that's all I want. One thing that would probably be met with some controversy, like from people that follow the game but i feel would serve the game well would be to entirely redo those shooting mechanics oh yeah so it was only on playstation so it pandered a little too much in my opinion to like people not knowing how to control the sticks because like ps2 was basically the first real thing to do that um so it was still new to most players so there's some like context-based fuzzy lock-on mechanic if you get close enough to an enemy with your crosshairs in the single player not in, in multiplayer you'd have like a red box around them and then you it would just pick where on its body it hits but that would obviously need to be removed for a remake and then some more realistic shooting mechanics in general would improve it Honestly, it has like, like this i was gonna say like if it just took like wildlands <laughs> yes that's exactly where i was gonna go with it so like it has right now it has like or not right now it has like a it had a rather arcadey over the shoulder like bouncy crosshair which worked perfectly at the time but yeah something like wildlands where you can shoot in third person but if you aim down sights it wants you to go like actually down the sights right. rather than being able to like snipe without while well, watching corners and stuff like that yeah but yeah the pvp was incredible um and uh, it was basically, I won't go into too much detail for the sake of time, but it was basically like a bare bones ghost recon or siege PVP in that it was one life round based lower time to kill less gadgety bullshit than siege or wildlands has. But coordinating with your team over the mic was absolutely vital. Community was fantastic. <laughs> oh yeah. 
competitive, cooperative, mostly not a bunch of shitbags, which is actually really impressive yeah. push, for an online shooter. Push to talk, shooter. baby. Push to oh, yeah. talk. Being able to hold that microphone down in the lobby and oh, just yeah. talk shit. That was yep. perfect. I got the microphone in my um, ass. You guys suck. <laughs> but yeah, there's like... There must have been a mix of like wannabe soldiers and like former members of the military, but like I was in clans and stuff, and people are using like legit callouts and nomenclature. I was like, I don't really know what they're saying. Yeah, it's like you just like, go around like, the corner. That guy over there, like, just tell him, just point, just point. <laughs> yeah, that's all you gotta do. But it it was like a near perfect PvP experience for me. SOCOM two and three, and even combined assault and confrontation improved on it in some ways, but I f- kind of liked one the most. So yeah, yeah I, just modernizing those, do the Wildlands thing. And it's golden. Yeah, I would say Wildlands gave me the closest resemblance to it just because I enjoyed having that like squad on a campaign, like yeah. kind of going through the missions. And that's what I think of like when I think of like SOCOM at this point. I also loved in Wildlands how you could do multiplayer just in the campaign. I thought that was a cool mm-hmm. touch because I, I didn't really enjoy the PvP for that one, but I really loved its yeah. campaign. Like I got through that, I just could not stop playing because there's a point where. If you do, like, two of the smaller bosses, it's just like, all right, you can go attack the big guy now. I'm like, no, yep. I want to get everybody else. Like, they're still out there doing bad guy stuff. So I got to stop it. Wearing tank tops and dual-wielding Mac 10s Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I was the same way. Wildlands, I played the shit out of that. I really don't play a lot of single-player games these days because I just, you know, got to be able to tell someone I'm better than them. Yeah. Uh, but, but. I like played that game for it had to be like a hundred or so hours just the just the campaign. Oh and yeah, like you said, the PvP like it kind of felt so commie, but it was like very gadgety. The aiming was like eh. too gadgety. So, yeah, yeah, it was a little too gadgety for me. I'm an old man now. So, <laughs> so Kate, do you have another one? I do. Let's rock. Yeah, th- yeah. Moving to Western RPGs now. Ooh, my beloved Baldur's Gate two. Bear and I played that together for mm-hmm. a minute. Yeah, I, I mean, that's, in my opinion, the best Western RPG ever. Um, so I would love to see it get remade, um, kind of in the style of, like, Dragon Age Inquisition, where instead mm-hmm. of the top-down view, it's more, you know, regular 3D. You get to run around, um, more of that open-world feeling. But, you know, keep the story the same, keep all the characters the same, the map the same. Um combat again maybe unpopular opinion i i would like to see the combat more of that action oriented that they've like kind of moved to with dragon age um i agree for that game yeah the original combat was very much based on mm. D, so there's it's like turns and you stop and you pause a lot and like the game you know rolls the dice for you to sort of determine whether you hit and just like like it's really fun but i think it would be the pace would be a lot uh, better if you actually were sort of controlling the ca- the character in real time but i would hope that they would still keep all of the um class options and stuff when you create your character and not sort of dumb it down the way dragon age has kind of just gone to like thief warrior rogue so yeah but yeah that i mean i think like that game very much influenced the development of dragon age and divinity and all these other um really good rpgs that we've had more recently so i would just love to see it sort of come back into its due maybe for younger fans to try it out because right now i just think it's it just feels probably too dated for a lot of people to even try when they're really missing out so 
that is my choice. Maybe tone down the voice acting on Minsk just a little just bit. Just a little bit. Just a tad. I, <laughs> He's a pretty intense guy. He he is, and like especially, you know, if they did like full voice acting like they do in Dragon Age, it would be a lot. His <laughs> that guy would like have a stroke his from accent trying to keep and it up. Stuff. Yeah. What it, if they recast him as Gilbert Gottfried? Uh no. I mean <laughs> I could see it. The hamster can be Gilbert Gottfried. There you go. His hamster. He has a pet hamster. <laughs> there you go. Just there's like always the there's yeah. always a role for Gilbert. Yeah. That's what we mm-hmm. learned today. That'd be a fun one because like I've always kind of looked at it. I, I've been interested in playing it, but I, the combat I've watched, it, it just seems like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's very slow. old. It's very yeah. old school. And you, you do have to like constantly pause and sort of set up your next ability or whatever. And yeah, it, it definitely slows things down. Um, yeah. And I just. Someday like, I will. I think for especially more modern audiences, I like the streaming audience, the YouTube watching audience, all of that. It's just like not that interesting. Um, yeah. But, you know, a more action oriented gameplay would reach a broader audience. So, yeah, I definitely am thinking of checking it out at some point. It's too many games right you now. Should. I got I got some stuff. That yeah, you I'm do. Playing you do. Through, so. <laughs> so I do have one more. and I think this one would be absolutely incredible. If it gets remade in the way I want it remade. I want to see a modern remake of the Oregon Trail. I oh, think shit. I almost be, picked that. Yeah, I it'd be it. absolutely incredible. You do a party-based RPG. You yeah. can incorporate some online co-op involved as well, so you all have yes. a character. And so what you'll you'll have to like go off and do different tasks and or like if you're playing by yourself, you'll assign people to do different tasks. And you'll run into, you know, you'll meet people, you'll run into some potential bandits, some obviously good guys, and you'll have to make some choices, and that'll determine, of course, who gets dysentery, who gets the snake bite, and then we'll throw (laughs) in some new, even crazier things that could happen, like you straight up get kidnapped, and you have to go find them, so like maybe bring in some of those Red Dead elements, because they, yeah, Red Dead nails the Western open world for sure, but -hmm. this would be much more, you know, decision-making and you're yeah, gonna yeah, actually yeah. have to maintain Less your combat. team. Yeah, yeah, because right. like Red Dead had the camp, but like I mean, you could just like stop by every now and then and drop some stuff, and the camp was totally right. fine. No like, one's gonna starve really to happened. death. Yeah, yeah. So I want to have some like real consequences, and of course, because like Oregon Trail had you like pick your character, so now that mm-hmm. you can go into like a little bit more in depth character building, which could obviously bring some stats into play and there's a rank up system depending on how you're kind of going about playing the game and naturally that's why you have the cast of characters so someone will, someone will be good at you know hunting someone will be good at yeah. you know maintaining the oxen as you make your quest manifest destiny <laughs> i love I that because it'd be amazing yeah. california usa yeah the um the like just the nature of like those wagon trails lends itself so well to multiplayer because it was just a bunch of different people that kind mm-hmm. of grouped up to sort of yeah. like make this tough journey. So it, it like lends itself perfectly to multiplayer as well. I didn't even think about multiplayer. Yeah, that'd be yeah awesome. Yeah. Play the shit out of that. And like you could recruit new members as you go along. Yeah. Or you could, as you kind of lose members or maybe you don't even lose members to like illness. Maybe one of the members is just a dick and you're like, I don't want to ride with this <laughs> yeah, you're anymore getting and that causes a rift. Voted off the island. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There'll be horse court involved where oh my judge God. judge horse oversees it all but pioneer I mean, I, horse court because like i do i loved red dead's hunting mechanics i thought that was a cool 
way like a cool play on hunting because the first one was just super easy shoot yeah, the an- yeah. see the animal shoot the animal this one like you actually had to like track them especially the legendary ones and so those were actually kind of fun where you'd go on like a good trek trying to hunt down certain ones and if like you startled them then you had to like pretty much start from scratch again so you can kind of bring some of that in i would say you don't have to tap x to sprint let's just sure nip yeah that i think that's mud. yeah in any <laughs> game again, like let's just yeah well, well we're not gonna have that but yeah. I, the stats will come into play so like if you're a person like you're a particular character if they're not good at hunting then they're not going to be able to handle a rifle well so mm-hmm. like if mm-hmm. you kind of get into a sticky situation where you might need to fend off some bandits or something along those lines you might want to think about who you're going to put on the front lines and kind of like a dragon age inquisition thing where you kind of switch between the characters too yeah so if you want to play cool. as somebody else so that kind of gives you the chance too. You can, like, create, just like you could, like, where you name your cast, you mm-hmm. can create your starting group. And I'd say probably start mm-hmm. off small with, like, four people, and then you can kind of expand. Let's do a maximum of eight, because we don't want to get too crazy, you know? Yeah, that's a lot okay. of people to Don't, don't want to get too okay. crazy. So we'll do a maximum of eight and kind of go from there. But I think Oregon Trail in a modern day I love retelling that. would be fantastic. I love it that would be really fun. Yeah. See, if you need to, you need to start writing these things down and, and not like, just letting them go to the wind all those children <laughs> these are all who played patented. oregon trail are now adults with buying power come on yeah yeah i come there's on, a studios. game called sheltered uh i think it's called on i don't know if it's just ps4 or what but it's like you're in a you're in a vault like there's nuclear or whatever okay. it's kind of like uh fallout Whatever the yeah, follow yeah. that vault uh, simulator thing, but it's like very Oregon Trail, so you have to go and get supplies. Blah blah. blah. I played it like way more than I probably should have. <laughs> uh, so like a modern Oregon Trail would be really good. Yeah, yeah, like I'm all for it. 3D characters right. and all that. Oh, that would be awesome. Super into it. I'm, I'm really stunned. Like that's another one that just no one's like. You know, everybody yeah. really loves this game, and there's, I know. there's a lot yeah. we could do with it, but nah. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a little uh. Also on PS4, probably on other stuff, called Organ Trail, and it's like a zombie take yeah, yeah, on Organ one. Trail. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but like, you know, it doesn't it doesn't capture the majesty of 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 uh. Fording, you gotta ford the river, and <laughs> you do. What's the, what's that one point of interest? Chimney Rock or whatever. Oh, Chimney Rock. Yeah. <laughs> that's like the first big yeah. thing you see in an Organ Trail. Yeah, and then that's how you know you're on a good pace. Like, rations right, look there's... good. No oxen have died. Susie, Samantha died, but, Susie you know. bit it, but I mean, who cares? She was weak. She wasn't <laughs> going to make weak. the journey. She wasn't pulling her, her weight. Her bones would not last the winter. Yeah. We told her to cut back on the rations. She yeah, stabbed hey, me with the was, fork. Life was tough <laughs> in the 1900s or the 1800s, okay? like Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. no. Gotta, life, I mean, life's tough now. Oh, yeah. I would not have survived. <laughs> oh, yeah. I would have I died as soon as we reached the river. I'd be like, well, this is I it. Only I'm not going that. <laughs> I only mowed the front of my lawn because I didn't feel like mowing the back. <laughs> I would absolutely die. Is this the front trip. party of the back lawn? Good call. Well, exactly. There you yeah. go. So do you guys have any other ones you want to discuss or any honorable mentions? Honorable mentions Skyrim. <laughs> I hate you. I think we just need to play that on, yeah. more, on more platforms. Uh, yeah, I'll just run through some other ones I thought of. I mean, Tony Hawk, you already said uh ocarina of time i think that would do really well like with a breath of the wild engine uh contra 3 which was a platform shooter on snes i believe really good game uh jurassic park oh sega genesis get getting nice and you know sexy with uh jeff goldblum there in that vein i'd love to see the home alone 2 game remade oh my god the game <laughs> so hard 
It's so hard. That game is insane. That game is so freaking hard. Uh, but yeah, I think that's it. Zombies ate my neighbors I mentioned. Yeah. But. I have one more that I think is kind of interesting. I don't know if All you right. guys know it. Have either of you played, did you ever play Myst? Or have you heard of Myst? No. I've heard I've of Myst, but I never played okay. it. I actually think my mom might have played Myst. <laughs> yeah, that's well, that's how I played it. Because I think my friend's parents played exactly. Myst, too. Yeah. My friend, it's a real parent game. <laughs> yeah, my friend's dad was always playing it when I was over at her house. And so eventually we started playing it because we were like, what is this game with the weird people talking to you and stuff so it's it's this like point and click game what a weird game with people talking to you yeah well it it was like the kind it was the style of game where they actually had like real actors that they filmed that would like oh really yeah so like it was like this weird so like you know kind of primitive 3d and then you have this real person coming in and be like hello like you're stranded on this island blah 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 um, but the the story and everything was actually quite cool. Um, and you, you're basically you get like transported to this island, and it's really it's this really strange sort of magical place, and you have to find your way out. Um, there's like a portal back to your world or something. But I think it would be really cool to actually make it um, like a completely open world game because clearly that was what they were trying to go for. I mean, you could only yeah. click forward, side, side, but it but like it was. There was no combat. It was all about exploring, finding things, solving puzzles. You like you would find something in one area and you'd use it to solve the puzzle elsewhere, um, or f- find notes that you'd need to remember to go somewhere else. So I think it would be really cool to do it like so, fully open world, like the um, Mist Metroidvania. Just... Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of hate that term just because it's tossed around so much. Um, and then like, you know, in like that, so open worlds, but also in like the quantic dream sort of narrative style where you get to make a lot of choices and stuff. So, um, that's like a super old game that maybe any dads, (laughs) (laughs) any parents out there that are listening. Yeah. Give us a call. Maybe you played miss. It would be, um, I would like to see that as a game these days. That'd be pretty cool. I mean, we are getting to that age, so we'd probably all like that game. It sounds now like, like I know, at this point, yeah, every dead mom on, yeah. on the East Coast is playing. Yeah. It's like, oh, I see what they loved about this. <laughs> it's really addicting. <laughs> Look how neat everything is. Yeah, you can explore and solve puzzles. I don't know. I like, I love open world games. Sometimes I just want to mm-hmm. wander around and like not fight stuff. So that's yeah, and like just do other stuff. That's why it's appealing to me. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I think we. We have some pretty amazing retro ideas, and uh, before we close out, I'm just going to will it into existence one more time. Just somebody, for the love of God, remake Metal Gear Solid 1. I don't know (laughs) what we're doing, but if any of you out there have some games in mind that you would like to see remade, some retro ones, of course, and again, loose definition on retro but give us a call three four seven five zero nine five six two zero so i did see that carlos fontes mentioned he would love to see like a new online mech assault game i don't know if you guys played mech assault i didn't play that no i I didn't i've watched like some people doing let's plays of it it looks pretty interesting yeah but i feel like that could be a a big online hit in this day and age because i'm kind of stunned that like titanfall wasn't a bigger thing because like what they're like Mm -hmm. mech suits so maybe it just wasn't the right fit but i think there is a pretty good spot for that type of game to succeed i know we kind of like me and the mats the other mats too many mats 
We talked no. about it when we were talking about like what could challenge Fortnite and all that type of stuff. And <laughs> I love our vague description was it's got to be something different. It's got to be online. It's got to be a shooter. <laughs> <laughs> but I think a mech assault game like that could be something that could intrigue some folks. So I think that'd be a cool re- remake. Yeah. So yeah. shout out to Carlos. Thanks for Thanks, Carlos. giving Thanks, Carlos. us your feedback. And so, like I said, give us a call, 347-509-5620, if you got some games you want to see remade. So with that, it's on to Patch Notes. And this is Patch Notes 07.24.19. And Patch Notes, as always, is brought to you by Evil Tim Industries. Evil Tim Industries, giving you the retro remakes you crave in your life. They'll come to your house. They'll redo your makeover. But all it's going to be is from 1982. It has to be from 1982. It can't be from any other year. But that's the Evil Tim industry way. They'll give you a new hairstyle, some sweet, sweet acid wash jeans, slight tear in them, but not enough to throw off the fine folks you're trying to impress. And of course, acid wash jeans, they'll clean up your facial hair. So Evil Tim Industries, more work for your mouth, even in 1982. So thank you, Evil Tim, for your wonderful sponsorship. We truly appreciate it. And with that, it's on to Patch Notes. This is where we give you the gaming news that broke since last we spoke. Okay, so I'll go first. And mine is from Polygon by Patricia Hernandez. Overwatch artist says Sigma's bare feet meant to sell the asylum look. Overwatch's latest hero, Sigma, was introduced to the world as an astrophysicist who goes mad while studying black holes. One thing that stood out to fans at the time was that Sigma was floating around with bare feet for seemingly unexplained reasons. I love the internet. Like, as soon as something goes up, they're just like, what the hell's up with that? I know. Why is he wearing (laughs) shoes? But recent Yeah, they're comments, not like, what is this new character? What yeah, is his no. role going to be? How am I going to play as him? They're like... Those feet, though. Yeah. Those feet, though. <laughs> meme, 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 feet, meme. There we go. Yep, yep. Yep. But recent comments by a Blizzard developer reveal that the two details are actually related. Over at ArtStation, a website where artists can display their work for fans and recruiters, Blizzard character artist Kui Fang recently uploaded Sigma's concept art. I had an amazing time working on this. They note in the caption for the piece. In the comments, someone inevitably mentions that they hope Sigma's future skins will include shoes. This may seem like a strange reaction, but Sigma's (laughs) Sigma's toes have sparked confused and grossed out reactions across the fandom, as it seems strange to be an armored fighter who happens to leave one part of his body so vulnerable. In response, uh, Fang says that the bare feet are included because it is part of the character's backstory. They explain... Thanks for your feedbacks. We decided to keep the feet bare to sell the asylum look, in quotes, a bit more. In many institutions, patients are not allowed to have shoes because they might cause harm with the laces. While Sigma isn't necessarily in danger of that, we felt that having no shoes helped draw that connection. I also had iterations of him with shoes on, and it made him a lot more generic. So in the end, we decided to leave him bare feet. That's just what the reasoning internally was, though. I'm sure we'll be making skins with shoes on him in the future. I mean, okay. That's that's the explanation, huh? Like, of all the things, <laughs> like, yeah. I feel like they're digging a little I, deep yeah. to come up with I like mean, a quirky. Yeah, bare like when I see someone with bare feet, I don't immediately make the association with like mental illness at all. Not yeah. at all. I might and assume they're yeah. like a hippie or something. 
That would be my first guess. That's it's like they're at the beach or they're a hippie. Yeah, exactly. Or like they were wearing heels for a long time and their feet are tired. Could be that yeah, too. It happens. Sigma yeah. might be down with heels. Who knows? But like maybe, maybe oh, his shoes. True. He just was wearing shoes that were too tight, and he was like, "It's actually, you know what? Maybe he couldn't find out whose shoes they That's, were." He's the confused father. That's how he went mad. That's why he oh doesn't wear shoes. Oh my god! Okay. All Solved ties it. in. But that's the thing yep. is, like, that's such a ridiculous explanation. Like, you didn't, like, and now this has become, like, a way bigger story than it ever had to exactly. be. Exactly. The explanation literally could have just been, like, the guy doesn't like shoes. Yeah, yep. fuck off. He doesn't have shoes. <laughs> exactly. And instead, they try to do this, oh, it's selling the asylum look, which is clearly going to piss off a good portion of the population. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, like, it has nothing to do with being an asylum. People wear shoes in asylums. Like, what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, the yeah. thing about, like, laces makes sense, but, like, there are, are shoes without laces, like, a, a lot right. a lot of them. It's, it's, <laughs> and yeah, like, I, and like obviously, yeah. Like, I, don't, I don't know, it's just, like, I don't, I just don't get it, like, why was that there, it, it's not even anything unique, because it's just, like, oh, scientist went mad, shocker, it's, you it mean sounds he's a like mad this, scientist? It sounds like this artist <laughs> You know how, like, everybody has, like, some weird thing that they associate with something that, like, no one else does? I feel like this yeah. artist just, like, weirdly associates bare feet with people with mental illness. And then they're like, yeah, it's a thing, right? And everyone's like, no, yeah. this isn't a thing. <laughs> like, I just, yeah, apparently about? I have a mental illness right now because I don't have shoes on. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know, God. I'm not wearing shoes either. It, like, I don't, it's just such a weird connection to try to draw. Yeah. Like, that. that is the the design choice because of that specific piece of character backstory. It's just like, it, why? Yeah. Though? <laughs> Although to be fair, we're talking about it. Exactly. So, because it's, a, it's the dog days of summer. There's really not much to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then this true. dude's like long toes. That was the thing that drew my attention. The dude's toes were so goddamn long. I haven't. So it was like, it was like, it was like the, the quality of the art that was maybe the problem. No, it was just, I mean, it's weird. It's, it stands well, out because they're bare feet. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, you know, some artists just, like, can't draw feet that well. Yeah, I mean. It's, but, like, if if you can't. Maybe if he had perfect toes, then we wouldn't be, <laughs> there wouldn't be this. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. You know what? That's true. We could be toe shaming poor Sigma. But <laughs> I am amused that people were disgusted by the fact <laughs> that he has no shoes on. Like. Yeah, that's weird. Like, like everybody In real life. Feet. Yeah. In real life, if you walk into a restaurant I'm eating at without shoes, I'm going to be disgusted. But, like. That's why there's the sign. Video game character, mm-hmm. like I don't. What's right. disgusting about it? It's not real. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, that it is is ridiculous. To be like, oh, they're gross yeah. out their feet. Like, literally yeah. every. I mean, we all have them. So like, right. Well, it's not like a dick. Right? Also. Did he give he's him like toe stuff. fungus or something? Yeah, he's like, not. He's not hanging dong. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he hangs dong. Well, I mean, isn't like it a strategy in PUBG to not wear boots because your footprints are. Or your footstep sounds oh. are quieter without them. So, like, it's not like it hasn't been a thing It has before. no precedent, yeah. Yeah, I mean, wasn't it an H1Z1 too? I feel like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been a better explanation, to be honest. Oh, like, yeah, it could have been Saying that anything. this guy is crazy and thinks, like, that people can hear his footsteps and blah, blah, blah. Like, that would be a better explanation than, yeah, people in mental asylums don't wear shoes, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't get it. Like, I don't get it. You just, they turned this into something that it didn't have to be just because of bare feet. Like, <laughs> his back, his backstory can easily still be he's a mad scientist. He could just be like, he's a mad scientist. He doesn't like shoes. It constricts the way he thinks. Exactly, like, yeah. 
<laughs> you just didn't need to be yeah. like, well, that's how it is in asylums. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you doing here? Like, I don't know. So, yeah. yeah, Sigma's barefoot. I guarantee there will be a patch skin in, like, two weeks with shoes on, probably. At least some sandals, you know, cover those things up. Sandals some, expansion, baby. Some slides. Some prison <laughs> well, slides. There you go. Yeah, yeah some Adidas-sponsored slides. So that's mine. Yeah, like I said, it's slow in the summer. Do you have anything, Kate? Yeah. The only thing I have is that Alinity threw her cat. Twitch what? streamer threw. Oh, I heard about Twitch that. streamer yeah. threw her cat on the live stream. What kind of throw are we talking here? Yeah, she threw it behind her over the couch. Mm. She also she also fed the cat yeah. vodka from her mouth. Oh, in, in an earlier incident. That's way worse than throwing a Whoa, cat. Well, like, yeah. Why didn't you lead with that? <laughs> but well, but that happened before. People weren't like this is the new outrage. Like, All right, so like, she let's, threw her can, cat. And also, can you set a little time. bit of uh, a little bit of backstory because I am sure. unfamiliar with this particular streamer. So mm-hmm. her name is Alinity. Um, I don't I don't know her streams either. I do know that she tried to copyright strike PewDiePie, which blew up in her face horribly, as you might imagine. Coming mm-hmm. for PewDiePie and his legion of thirteen-year-olds. What happened to you? So that that I think that's kind of like where she was in the news originally. But yeah. the subject of accusations that she mistreats her pets after she was film throwing her cat over her shoulders while gaming live on Twitch last week. Others have since uncovered an old clip where she kicked her dog as it chased her cat, and another incident in which she kissed her cat while her mouth was full of vodka. So well, now hold on, kiss. I don't know. Is there a I, transfer I, I don't know vodka? if she fed it vodka or she just kissed it. That's a Either very way, big difference. Like... Did you open your mouth or didn't you? Right. Was this a French vodka kiss yeah, or what? was it a vodka pack? Uh, there yeah. seems to be some some <laughs> some holes to I be filled. But know. either way, it doesn't sound like she's doing a lot of good things with animals. So she it probably shouldn't have and them. Now, now the internet is trying to turn it into a conversation about gender and video gaming and streaming, which I don't quite i mean i i don't as far as i know i don't think men i don't feel like men would be treated any differently if some if a man threw his cat no, if you're, he'd be like you're no. if you're I gen- a cat over your exactly. i genuinely think it doesn't matter about your gender it matters how much money you're making twitch that that'll yeah. determine how big of you know punishment they're gonna dole out like yes. that's all they yeah. give a shit about well and, and also mm-hmm. just like pets in general like people react really strongly to pets being mistreated in any way. Um, you know, the, there's a lot of people who are like, I don't want to watch that because a dog dies. But, you know, if a person does, it's fine. Myself included. Um, so, <laughs> you know, like we just react very strongly to um, animals, particularly pets. So I, I don't really quite understand why they're bringing up um, sexism. Because to me, this is kind of the thing that, yeah, regardless of your gender, if you did it, you would be on blast. Yeah, because there are those unsavory people that, you know, use that as a reason to make it about that. Yeah, well, I guess so. Um, I think part of the sexism thing is that she's not being banned, and people are saying, well, you know, Twitch bans a lot of men for infractions. Um, why? I guess, yeah. Why is she getting special treatment because she's a woman? Yeah, I don't know. I guess. It's interesting to think about, but don't don't throw your pets. Although to be fair, don't I've been chucking cats and dogs all around this house, and I haven't been banned yet either. So <laughs> don't don't do that. Don't, That's a joke. Don't, I don't don't throw I don't your pets. pets. No, I, yeah, I just think that like anybody being just 
purposefully like shitty on your stream there yeah. should be some type of punishment like i think that mm -hmm. she should have some type of suspension for yeah. sure but like but i mean say, I, but think, I think what you were it. saying steve about it really like your gender matters less than how popular you are yeah um i think that counts for a lot here too because oh yeah if you're really popular you're bringing them twitch a lot of ad revenue yeah so exactly again regardless of what gender you are so um she has almost a million subscribers on twitch so that's a lot of a lot, of, a lot of potential yeah exactly so i will that, say stop fucking hitting your animals news. jesus like what will what you is say wrong people? <laughs> yeah what's wrong with you why why would Man. you throw your cat well that has been a hell of a patch notes i gotta tell you july patch notes it's a rocky road <laughs> <That's crazy. laughs> what are what are we doing this month anyway so that has been patch notes 07.24.19 all right, so before we wind down, I do see that we have a voicemail. So I think we're going to have to play it. Let's see who this is from. Hey, Matt. It's Matt. Oh, what's up, Matt? Not much. Just wanted to call in and see how the recording was going. It's going all right, I think. Getting a lot of nods and smiles that seem sincere, so I think we're good. Great. Great. Love it. Hey, Martinez didn't step in and blow up your Matt spot, did he? No, he knows his place. Awesome. How's the family doing? <laughs> Good. Uh, can we just, we're kind of still in the middle of recording. Oh, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. No problem. Did you remember to say the thing I asked you to say? Oh, right. Yeah, I thought about that and decided it would be a little gauche. Fine, I'll just do it for you. Suck it, Tambo. I'm on plus one player, bitch. Well, technically two of me are at this point. <laughs> and zero of him. Eat a butt, Tambo. Bye, sub to bear. <laughs> wow. That, that, that was, was amazing. Thank and you also, for, uh, Tambo is going to be very salty. I know. So That's the best part. You are correct. That's the whole reason I'm here, actually. <laughs> He is going to be quite salty. So that was an amazing voicemail. That's the first time we've ever had a voicemail actually talk to a member of the podcast live. So again, this is just an episode of well first. Done. So before we You're wind welcome. things down, tell everybody again one last time where they can find you on the interwebs. Sure. Bearshare.tv or, or twitch.tv slash Bearshare. Go check them out. And the streams are a lot streaming. of fun. I don't know what I'm playing tomorrow, but it'll be something. I'll be watching. I'll be watching you. It can only can be you. you that. Penguins in the mist. It can only be you. But yeah, thanks again for having me on. It has been a veritable hoot. Yes, it's been uh, a lot of fun. So I appreciate the opportunity to speak with you, find people, talk shit about Tambo. Yes. Uh, you know, so kudos on nearing a, almost 100 eps I know, at this point. Close. I got bored doing. I got bored doing my thing after 10, so I commend <laughs> you guys for continuing to crush it on a weekly basis. Thank you. So, Thank you very much so, for uh, supporting us as well. Oh, yeah. Looking forward to Monday. Yeah, it'll be a great time. Thanks again for joining us. This was awesome. We'll have to do some more of this stuff in the future. And, yes. of course, like I said, go check out all the streams. It's a great time. And so now it's time to wind down the show. But before we do, get a shout-out all of our amazing Patreon supporters, and they are Alex Mill, Brian Christensen, Carlos Fontes, Corey Porter, Darren Simmons, David Campos, Derek Hauser, Ernesto Martinez, Evil Tim, Greg Kearney, Liz Rodriguez, Maria Dalal. Matua Antoine, who's right here with Hell us. Yeah. It's crazy. Whoa. Merovingian, Nerdiest Brands, Ria Maleski, Richard Bresnahan, a.k.a. Toot Loot. Love you, Toot. Sandra, Tambo, who's not on the podcast, but we love him anyways. <laughs> Taryn, the one better one, Martinez, the nice. hashtagonist, and of course, the one and only Phase. Thank you all so much for your Patreon support. We love you guys. We really couldn't do it without you. And if you out there want to join this amazing group, head on over to patreon.com slash plus one player. And if you're feeling generous, throw us that buck or two, because then you can get a shout out every month and you can be part of an amazing group who helps us do the things that we love. 
If you've enjoyed this episode or any other episode, head on over to whatever podcast service you listen to us on, whether that be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Podcast Addict, Pocket Cast, whatever it is, leave us a like, subscribe to us, and write us a review. It goes a long way, and we really appreciate the support. And so it is time to shut down episode 89. We hope that you have enjoyed it as much as we have enjoyed making it for you. And as always, wherever you are, wherever you're listening from, We appreciate you, and we will talk to you all very soon. Like hotcakes? Do they they still sell hotcakes? Is that a thing? Is a hotcake just a pancake? Like, it what are is. we dealing with? It here? is. I Can feel you go like to it's... Fenway Park and grab a hotcake? Yeah, it... like, I've never seen anybody, like, in a rush, like, I need pancakes. Like, is it just a pancake? It is a Isn't pancake. It? I think it's just yeah. like, wow. you know, there's like subs and hoagies. It's just like different. Yeah. Hoagies. The same thing. Hoagies. Okay. Go down to the Wawa, get a hoagie. Hoagie. <laughs>